Anyway, we're back. It's Monday, and uh, let's let's get the intro going, shall we? So, sorry for the long intro. I haven't been feeling great. <laughs> it's Monday. I don't feel good, so... I'll get through the show. So, one thing I learned today is how much I can't wait for fall. Sorry about that. I had the fa- the fan and air on. If you can, if you hear it in the background, it's like a hundred fucking degrees outside. So it's hot. Um, starting off the show again by myself. The producer who I chat with, you know, while hosting the show, is not here again. In the beginning part of the show, she might be here at the end, towards the middle and end of the show, which kind of sucks. I always hate doing the show by myself. I don't have a co-host or someone to talk to, so um, on my fucking own. So today, the show we're talking about comic books. We're talking about. Um, ghost stories. I have a new segment I'm going to be doing called Josh Story Time with Josh. So, where I tell you stories that I encountered in life. So, I hope everyone had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. Monday. I just can't believe it's fucking Monday. <laughs> I can't believe it's Monday. It's going to be a long-ass week. So, anyway, I wasn't prepared for the show, which kind of threw me off because I was enjoying the weekend, and bam! It's, it's Monday. There's cool things that's happening. Fanboys rage now that Rob Liefeld and Sean Gordon Murphy are going at it over rather or not DC sucks. Liefeld has been unapologetic about his vocaling his feelings, being vocal about his feelings in the current state of DC Comics. Most recently, back in June, Liefeld predicted the collapse of DC. And even letting out <laughs> a spoiler about a image in DC crossover. It's not that Liefeld had a problem with DC in general. He often expresses fandom of the company and the characters. 
but doesn't seem like doesn't seem to like how the company has been has been run and wishes they would publish more diverse lineup that like they did back in the 1980s. I I agree with Liefeld on his feelings about DC. I, you know, I'm a huge DC fan. I mostly Batman, Catwoman. But everything that DC's been doing fucking sucks. Unfortunately, it sucks. Like, you know, people are accepting about how things have been going. And, you know, I, you know, they want to go do focus on digital, which I said on the show many episodes ago. And recently, how they're focusing more on digital. They're going to be focusing more on digital than they are going to do with regular comics. And there's nothing wrong with it. But it just, you know, you're going to have a hard time getting people to transition to digital, especially those who have been going to comic book shops. And I, you know, I don't like digital comics, I sometimes don't like going to comic book stores at times because it's like, will they have this book or not? You know. Like, I had a hard time fucking finding, um, um, what was it? The, the new Scott Snyder book. Last Night on Earth. And now I can't find a second issue and Jesus, bleeding cool, you have too many pop-ups. Um, I just, it, 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 it bothers me how comic book shops are the ones who are going to get screwed again by comic book companies. Look at the way comic book shops have been dealing with um, Marvel. I wish Life Elf would go after Marvel. Um, <laughs> just fucking go at them. Like, they... Marvel deserves to get so much hate going their way. Even though I have family members and friends who are big Marvel fans. Mostly the movies. Um, <laughs> like, I keep trying to beat the same drum on about Marvel. About everyone going like, you know, Marvel is so great. It's like, have you seen the comic books? No, I mean the movies. The movies are so fucking great. It, it bothers me how people are like, well, Marvel can't be in that much dire straight. Their movies just made a billion dollars. And it's like, here's the thing. Comic, Marvel comic books are different than Marvel films. They have the same characters. They use the same titles. But Marvel comics have been fucking bombing. They've been dropping the ball. They do... Like, I don't know how many... Events have DC and Marvel have done. Because I lost count. Like, I thought Doomsday Clock was supposed to be the big... Big deal. The big event. But instead, it was Heroes in Crisis. And I hate that book. Hate... That fucking book. I just, I, I don't like Heroes in Crisis. I don't even, like, I remember DC posted the promo, like, the, you know, the ad of the Heroes in Crisis coming out in the collector's hardcover. And I, of course, responded to them. Failed. Boring. Uneventful. I mean... Yeah, they're getting the lesbian Harley and Ivy story series going. And the Wally West. Which they basically castrated Wally. Like, everything that Jeff Johns has done with Rebirth, Heroes in Crisis was like the biggest fuck you to Jeff Johns. That's what bugged me. It was like Jeff Johns was going back to the basics. 
of how comic books should be. And Tom King wanted to do Dan Didio the favor of let's go back to New 52. Here's the thing. New 52 was shit. And I know a lot of people love the Super Wonder relationship. And they love the um, Court of Owls, which I was one of them. And some people like the Catwoman thing. Especially the liberals going like, Catwoman's a lesbian. Bisexual. Which was dumb. But DC has been cranking out crossover after crossover. Event after event. Over and over again. Like there is nothing that big of a deal. Like, like I enjoyed Doomsday Clock. Not the waiting time of it, but the the story of it. Even though I've completely lost interest and fired that book, but it was really good. It was really going great. And now, it's just, you know, not that exciting. I honestly don't care about the big battle between Manhattan and Superman. And Batman looking for Rorschach. Rorschach. I honestly don't care at this point what happens to it. I really don't. I mean, it's kind of like that... uh, White Knight, which I've also been looking for that book. My comic book store ran out of it. And I'll probably buy it, like, later on. I'll buy, like, the three issues of it. On the, on, uh, not, I was going to say eBay, but <laughs> probably on Amazon one of these days. But honestly, like, I really don't care what happens at this point with DC. You know, and I, I, you know, I, I'll admit, like, I look forward to seeing what happens in Batman, even though I haven't read any of the City of Bane story arc. I'm just waiting for, you know, Bat-Cat, Batman-Catwoman series. I look forward to that one. But, at this point, it's just... You know, I agree with Liefeld that DC DC hasn't been doing so great. And recently they're talking about cleanup. You know, DC's going to go through a massive massive cleanup of what's going to happen. Sorry, my allergies. But, you know, one thing that bothered me, anyway, sorry about that, I'm going to read the, uh, some of the tweets Liefeld wrote. He wrote, dude, I have every right to, one person got mad at Liefeld, what he said. And Lightfield responded, Dude, I have every right to want to... I have every right to want great comics from DC, period. I hate these fucking pop-ups. Anyway. Uh, why... Uh, period. Uh, sorry. <laughs> why would you ask me to lower my standards? DC... Rocked in the 80s. One person's telling like, chill the fuck out. DC's doing great. There's so many great things. Um, one person wrote, DC has great comics right now. Talk, talk like this is how Comics Gate became a cult. It is, which it isn't. Gatekeeping, keeping people away from the entire medium is not just certain publishers. You're a pro. Act like one. What a cuck who wrote that to Liefeld. <laughs> I like I like Rob Liefeld, even though I'm not the biggest Deadpool fan. Sorry to say that. 
Liefeld wrote, You will not insert your tastes over mine. DC isn't producing anywhere near the level like comics I grew up supporting. Titans, Legion, Swamp Thing, Camelot 3000. Ask for better. Amen, brother. One person wrote, Deadpool fan. <laughs> oh, shit. Why would you? You're screwed. Oh, no, he agrees. This I agree with. John Onstander's Suicide Squad was top-notch back in the 80s. Liefeld and Dark Knight and the original Watchmen. Giffen's Justice League. Those were good books, by the way. Um, I don't look forward to the HBO Swamp Thing. Uh, not, I was going to say Swamp Thing. I look forward to Swamp If Swamp Thing ever comes back, I, I'm immediately jumping on board. I mean, the Watchmen. I don't look forward to Watchmen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Anyway. Oh, man. I hope Sean... I, you know, I like Sean Gordon Murphy, but damn, dude. Like, you're going to get roasted by Liefeld. Murphy responded to Liefeld's tweet saying, Hey, Rob, no disrespect. I grew up reading your stuff. But there is a ton of hard-working people busting their asses on DC books right now. Most not paid nearly as well as you or I. Don't you think that the DC sucks right now tweets is really disrespectful to those people? You know, it's probably the reason why people aren't getting paid a whole lot is because DC probably blew a lot of money on Brian Michael Bendis. With the whole Bendis is coming art. <laughs> yeah, it... It... You know, like... You know, Rob Liefeld deserves a lot of the money he, he gets. I mean, especially for Deadpool. He inflicted that on all of us. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love Rob Liefeld's work. Liefeld has done amazing work. He's one of those guys that you really who has a lot of energy. Like, have you ever watched interviews with him? I wish I had the same amount of energy as that dude. He is passionate about what he does, about everything, everything he does in comics. He's really passionate. He's proud of it. Sorry. I had to burp. One thing I learned, don't eat tacos before you host the show. But everything that Liefeld puts into his work, he's passionate, he has energy, he's excited. When you see a lot of the guys at DC Comics, the guys and gals of DC, a lot of them don't have energy to give that passion. They're just like, we wrote this series, and yeah, you know, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. I mean, you see, you know, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, who are confident about their work, which is great. Which, if you've seen a lot of their work, they have the right to be confident. But, when you see, like, Tom King, who has no energy about writing Batman, it's like, dude, if I was writing Batman, I'd be so fucking excited. I'd be like, yeah, this is going to happen. Um, there's going to be an epic battle with, you know, Batman and Joker. Even though... Capullo and Snyder really did a great job with that. <laughs> um, even though it got to the point where like Jim Gordon became Batman, which is like, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, by the way, they did that. And um, it wasn't good. It was just kind of like... I mean, the Batsuit looked really cool, but the rest of it was kind of like... What? <laughs> but... Here's the thing about it. DC, I, you know, I wish someone at Marvel who read Murphy's tweet would have been like, I bet they're being paid more than us. Because <laughs> Marvel can't pay shit. So, I mean, they're owned by Disney, so what do you expect? Disney just cut all their employees at theme park hours, so fuck Disney. Anyway, Murphy also responded, You're a hero to many of them, me included. This job is hard. 
enough without hearing your heroes dismiss all your hard work you're doing. Again, not trying to start drama. You kind of are. Big fan of what what you've done for comics. We owe you and the others, founders, a big debt. I understand uh, Marvel versus DC is like Pepsi versus Coke. Coke wins. Um, <laughs> Wars of the 80s. God, what is it when people bring up the fucking 80s? Enough with the 80s. The 80s was shit as the 90s. Enough with it. Enough with it. Okay? I mean, the 80s had Ronald Reagan and George Bush, part of way, but part of the 90s, George Bush. But, you know, you had Bill Clinton. Listen to me. I am not going to repeat this again, but I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Sorry. I can't help it. I just, I, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. The president lies right in front of everybody. <laughs> but anyway. But, don't we need both companies to thrive? We can have similar sodas like Jolt Image. Oh, fuck, when is the 80s? I mean, I tried Jolt Cola and it is shit. I had the runs afterwards. But anyway, I just don't like seeing the, see the benefit of Rockstar's talent like you spinning like this. Rob Liefeld wasn't buying it. I bet not. <laughs> I bet not. I bet Liefeld was like... Pfft. Here's what... Here's what Liefeld wrote, wrote back. Okay, took a minute to get the results of the Liefeld DC sucks. Doesn't show up. <laughs> so rather than spread nonsense about what I did not say, let's agree to stick to the facts of what I actually do say. I don't enjoy much of the output from DC right now. I'd like to buy more. <laughs> I love that. I bet I, I, if I was somewhere, if I was someone at Warner Brothers, I would bring these tweets up to the people there and be like, "We need this guy to run DC," <laughs> because I, I just, I love that. I love it. Rob Liefeld is... Rob Liefeld's officially my favorite person. In comics. <laughs> Liefeld also responded. Let's also agree... That it's too early on a Saturday for me... To run out and obtain your comics at the moment. I pulled this from my nerdy pile. And I submit that I pick up and enjoy your work. Keep it at... Keep at it. But I find the company scattershot. (laughs) Though he renewed his complaints about the DC business strategy. If you like to throw out the discussion of business of why DC throws Batman comics after Batman comics at retailers in order to ensure that they don't lose even more ground to the rival, I'd love... To put, I would love to have that discussion. That's business, not art. I've been around for 33 years. Differentiate the two. Differentiate the two. Differentiate the two. Sorry. Damn, he's just like going right at this dude. Note to self: Never have a comic book argument with Rob Liefeld. DC, I loved, I loved, grew up many diverse brands, successful produced landmark work. He goes on, like, talking about, like, and I, he uh, also puts, like, the management team that lacks tools to build beyond Batman, which I agree with him. Like, there's many other characters in the DC, in the DC universe. Like, there's Aquaman, which... I don't know. <laughs> I like once I saw Kelly Sue Decon's name on it. I was just like, no, 
because I don't really care for her. But there's also The Flash. The Flash show has been doing so great when it first started. And they had a great talent on The Flash. But <clears throat> at the same time, they sort of you know, took down The Flash a bit. After, I think after Jeff Johns or Jeff Johns wrote it, like the after the New Fifty Two, which I read, The Flash. I bought the trade paperbacks and I enjoyed it. And there's uh, Superman. Superman has been interesting. Like he started in Rebirth, you know. There's. I mean, I'll admit, like, Bendis, I, I give Bendis credit. He brings in, like, Young Justice again. Um, he tries Wonder Twins, which nobody gave a shit. I'll take it back. My my cousin likes it, but my cousin's an idiot. And Amazon just sent me a message. Amazon's been pissing me off lately. Like, I ordered the shirt. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. Now, it says, expect your shirt to arrive the 11th or the 13th of September. Yeah, fuck you, Amazon. It's not like Jim Cornette and the Dairy Queen incident. <laughs> if, you ever see, if you've ever seen that video, I highly recommend it. And, uh, let's see. And praised... Oh, he also went on to praise the works of Boom Studios, Image, IDW, and Dark Horse. He wrote, quote, I don't agree with the state... Oh, statement. Oh, this is where he responds to Liefeld... Uh, Liefeld responds to Gordon Murphy's Coke versus Pepsi, Marvel versus DC. I don't agree with the statement. I believe that companies like Boom, Image, IDW, and Dark Horse have been are learning the market at faster pace in DC and are seeking excellent results. Once and future is Camelot 3000 of my era. Could have been could have happened at a rival. <laughs> Murphy also responded with, you know, DC giving him freedom. Basically, in this argument, Liefeld is winning. <laughs> in my opinion. I, and I'm, I like Sean Murphy's Batman White Knight. And I haven't read Curse of the White Knight, so I don't know what that one's about. And I haven't read it because my comic book company, my comic book store, doesn't have it. You bastards. So, of course, my comic book store has been cutting down on comics and focusing more on gaming, which is... Why? Why, why, why? And the thing is, I don't play Magic the Gathering, okay? I don't know what the fuck that's about. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, he responds with DC, you know, many diverse, successful, produce landmark work. Murphy responded, well, I... I... Well, I'm, ba uh, I'm based because... DC has given me the creative freedom that I need. Ha ha ha. I don't know why the fuck you put that in there. <laughs> but, from what I've gathered behind the curtain, DC is... Is fine by letting, fine letting talent, the talent try new things to a point. I don't need to hear much about creators' creativity being stifled by suits. And he responded too. The direction of most events is driven by the talent, not the suits. No disrespect to the suits. I actually get along with them too. God, what a prick. <laughs> You basically, basically, 
you're basically not uh, calling out DC on some things. And I would have given Murphy the points of being like, you know, I agree with you on some things. But the thing is, he could have went like, you know, some new talents are trying, you know, when events talent is leading the direction of it, I would have been like, Heroes in Crisis sucked. Sucked is what Heroes in Crisis is. And with the whole Suits thing, that kind of comes off like you're an arrogant prick. A suggestion that Liefeld, Liefeld's criticism could neg- negatively impact the comic book industry as a whole. My point, Murphy, my point is that the big two are pillars holding up the roof and attacking them will be like kicking a, a post. Here's the thing. There needs to... You know, I agree with Liefeld. There needs to be other brands. Image is doing great. IDW, Boom, Dark Horse are the companies that don't get the uh, creative credit. They don't get the credit. And the thing is, people need to know alternatives to... DC and Marvel. It's kind of like wrestling. I'm going to use WWE, AEW, Impact, and Ring of Honor as... I really wouldn't count Impact. It kind of sucks. But... (laughs) But I'm going to give you... These examples. Back in 2001, WCW and ECW went out of business. And now there's three companies. There was WWE, WCW is one of the big two, and ECW. ECW was the third alternative to what people don't like about WWE and WCW. When ECW and WCW went out of business, you basically have to ask, if you're going to ask me like what happened, I'm not the industry insider of what happened might I recommend Jim Cornette because he will give you the most honest answer to everything. But anyway, uh, when WWE bought up ECW and WCW, which I remembered because I cried because WCW went out of business, there was only one company. There was WWE. There wasn't any other alternative. And when you have one company, one brand industry that has one product people aren't going to buy that product because they like the other products they like the other alternatives with with that now you have AEW you have Ring of Honor you have New Japan well, New Japan is probably the third brand that's higher than the other two WWE and ECW uh, WWE and AEW People have more choices where to go. They can watch WWE, or they can watch AEW, or watch New Japan, or watch Ring of Honor. Impact Wrestling, if you are desperate. (laughs) But there's also AAA, there's now Major League Wrestling. So, there's all these other alternative brands and companies. Comic books industry needs to do that. There needs to be the other alternative products to go to. People shouldn't just go like, I'm either Marvel or I'm DC. Because what if there's people who like comics but really aren't into the superheroes? You could go to Boom. You go to Image. You go to IDW. You could go to Dark Horse. You could go to any of these other alternative brands. Which is great. I mean, I read uh, Clue that was under the IDW, and I really enjoyed it. I love Clue. It was fun, interesting. 
I mean, I figured out who the killer was, but it was great. But a lot of people really like it. A lot of people want other alternative brands. So, uh, I got a question. Where's your producer? Where's the producer at? Uh, I honestly don't know where she's at. I'm sorry, but I know. I would love to hear her opinion of this. But I'm sure she's she's busy right now, so... Anyway. But, anyway. I agree with Liefeld on this. There needs to be other brands, other alternative places for people to go. Because people are tired of, like, playing ping pong with companies. They go back and forth to which side they want to go to. Anyway, the whole thing... Anyway, Murphy wrote, Anyway, thanks for chatting. I know it's early where you are, and I appreciate you taking your taking the time. Maybe I can buy you a drink at New York Comic Con. Blyfield, developing a successful multiple families. That is what Marvel is doing. When one person asks, what is Marvel exact, doing the exact same thing? Blyfield responded, yeah, the message... Oh, one person wrote, Honestly, I'm not sure he cares about the message he is sending. Liefeld, yes, the message that I, I'd i like more comics to enjoy. I'm certain. I'm, I'm certain. I'm aware. And I care. But anyway, I like to see these two guys, like, chat at... Like, I would love to see someone, like, be like, you know, New York Comic Con, set up a Q&A between Liefeld and Murphy, and both of them sort of debate the situation of the comic books. I would sit through that, because Murphy is a very bright person. And there was, like, this one video that's him, Tom King, and Frank Miller. I forget the other two guys. I don't know their names, so... <laughs> talking about Batman, and Tom King's kind of an arrogant schmuck. But, Miller really puts him in his place. So, Liefeld is entitled to his opinion, is what I have to say. I like this one. Green Lantern's, uh, Stan Lee's Green Lantern character returns to the DC Universe. I really like this panel. It's a panel where this shows Grant, uh, Stan Lee's the Green Lantern character. Which I think is really cool. And I really love that they brought it in there. It's just sort of like a tribute and a wink, you know, a wink of the eye to, a uh, wink of the eye to Stan Lee. And so, anyway. Joker Theory suggests the movie is setting up a Flashpoint Batman. Eh, that's pretty cool. Anyway. Do, 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 do. Um. <laughs> Christian Bale gives his approval of Robert Pattinson's Batman. I'm happy for that. Christian Bale, you know, endorsing it and stuff. And Pattinson, of course, three days ago talks about asking Christopher Nolan advice about Batman.
So, yeah. Will you go? Be, will you go see? Will you go see Batman? Um. I like this story. Batman walks a bullied toddler to school, which I think is such a wonderful thing. That is, that just shows how much people love. The Batman. That just shows how inspiring the character is. And stuff. So. I'll be right back real quick. I gotta go check on something. So. Uh, I will play song. Because I know one time I turned it off. And I walked away. People thought the show was over. So. Uh, the show isn't over. I'm just going to play a song and do 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 got to find a song to play so do 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 Ah, here we go. Play some zombie So anyway, we're back. Um, shit. So, there's been a lot of, like, weird stuff happening in the world, and... And discovering my front door wasn't locked. <laughs> Which is so fucking weird, because I always keep my door locked. I don't live in Canada, so... So, anyway...
So anyway. And uh, the show's kind of fucking boring, so... I might cut it early, so I could go somewhere else. Um... No, she ain't gonna finish. She ain't gonna be here for the rest of the show. So, don't know what to tell you, mate. <sighs> Do I think there'll be a Batman game at the end of this year? No. I I tell you one thing. I honestly don't care at this point if there's gonna be a Batman video game or not. I know there's gonna be a lot of you know, YouTubers on Arkham and shit. What in a fucking video game? So, you know, at this point, I'd love to see Warner Bros. be like, you know, we ain't releasing a fucking video game, so. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, I, I look forward to one of these days them releasing a Harry Potter video game. I I would love to see them do a Scooby-Doo video game. Or a Flintstones video game, as a matter of fact. I'd love to see, like, a Flintstones Grand Theft Auto video game. That'd be fucking awesome. And... You know, the thing that always bothered me was... You know... Them doing a Harry Potter video game, it's like, is it gonna be good? Because, <laughs> no offense, I know people love J.K. Rowling. I don't know who, but, you know, J.K. Rowling having input on what goes on in Harry Potter kind of makes it suck. You know. It, you know, the the last Fantastic Beasts film sucked. I'm sorry. It was terrible. I couldn't sit through it. Like, I know she wrote the story and wrote everything to it. But honestly, honestly, it sucked. It was terrible, I'm sorry, but... I know people loved it, but... Damn, it was just boring. And... You know, I don't... I don't want to see her involved in a video game. I really don't. Like, if she has, like, input on what goes on in a video game, it's going to be boring. It's going to be awful. And... You know... People want an adventure. They don't want to be like... This character is... Swinging this way. And this character believes in this thing. And it's like... Nobody really... Wants to see it. You know... Brie Larson, who had played Captain Marvel, spoke in an interview about playing Captain Marvel. She said, quote, I didn't play Captain Marvel because I wanted to be a hero. I just wanted to be a person. That is so fucking artistic and awesome. <laughs> she is like, I'd be honest with you. She is really fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I could see her playing Elizabeth Warren in a biopic. And I sometimes wonder, like, why do they push her to be the face of Marvel 
And I honestly think Disney regrets it. I think Marvel and Disney, especially Disney, is probably looking at Kevin Feige and be like, Kevin, what the fuck? Dude, why, why did you hire there? Why did you do this? And here's the thing about it. Brie Larson is not inspiring. She is one crazy-ass bitch. Captain Marvel actress Brie Larson recently appeared at Toronto International Film Festival promoting her upcoming film, Just Mercy, starring Jamie Foxx, Michael B. Jordan, Tim Blake Nelson, that's a weird name, by the way, and Daniel Critton. In an interview, Larson spoke why she cho- why she chose to play Captain Marvel. She stated, I just see people, and I just play people. Yeah, I pl- you know, she plays cardboard, is what she plays. She doesn't play people. She plays cardboard. Kirsten Stewart has more emotions than her. She added, I didn't play Captain Marvel because I wanted to be a hero. I just wanted to be a person. And that was a big platform to play a person, she continued. When I think of words like hero, I think of Brian. And I also think of Eva. I don't know who the fuck they are, by the way. (laughs) Those are people that are listening to the ground and the people that are around them that are responding to compassion that are open to being wrong that are curious and that are ever evolving and growing what the fuck is she saying i don't i don't understand what the fuck she is saying does anybody like, I don't understand what the fuck she just said right there. I really don't know what the fuck to think at this point. That's why I seek when I'm making films, because that's my experience. That's what I know. She would then state, I think in a world right now where we got very hard on people that grow and change to be able to play characters that evolve and to be around real human beings that are growing and evolving, that's, that, make, that to me is like bravery strength and courage I don't even know what the fuck you just said you are like you gotta be on drugs you know that I didn't I didn't know what (laughs) I didn't know what to think she just said I don't even like I I don't know what this chick was on she's gotta be on drugs like the the drugs, yeah. You know, there's no way, no way, a normal human being can say this. So, anyway, and in fact, in fact, she would elaborate that Captain Marvel in an interview with. Um, Entertainment Weekly, she talks about feminism. Intersectional feminism. Uh, That sounds kind of dirty, but okay. (laughs) Uh, So. Oh, boy. I'll be right back real quick. I am not feeling too hot right now. Gonna get some water, so... I forgot to... I knew I grabbed something in the kitchen. I left it in there. 
because my door was unlocked. So I'll be right back again. So be right back. Anyway, I'm back. Sorry about that. Anyway, Larson, wait, sorry, Brie Larson went on to say about Entertainment Weekly with the intersectional feminism. She said, I think it, I think because it's 2019 and when 2019 is about really is intersectional feminism. And there is just no question that we have to show what it means to be all different kinds of women or women <laughs> that we don't just have one type it's because it became a great opportunity even with things like the love story we wanted to make that big love that lost love that love that's found again be with Carol's best friend to show that it's in, that's incredible power gripping. You could go to the ends of the earth and fight all fight till the end of your the end for your best friend. It's an opp perfect opportunity to me and so meaningful to me that that's part of what what the meditation of the movie is female strength but what's what is female strength what are different ways that can look she's gonna be on fucking drugs I, you know I, I don't know how anybody could sit in an interview with her I mean look at I mean Hemsworth for example Don Sheedle. they were just like we're fucking out of here <laughs> We gotta get out of this. And, you know, for me, I just, I don't understand. This is why I don't, I didn't see uh, Captain Marvel. I seen, like, the beginning, beginning parts of it on Netflix, mind you, but I couldn't just sit through it. I was just like, this movie is awful. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I... I don't know what to think of it, but the movie wasn't that great. Anyway, folks, you know, I know that the show is supposed to be an hour, but I don't feel that great. And I'm going to wrap up the show early. I know it's 60 minutes, so think about it. You got to sit through a TV show. 
just a podcast with me. And I'll see you all tomorrow. And, um, I don't know. If tomorrow shows like this one, I'm probably going to cancel tomorrow. So, um, I know I was supposed to do a story time with Josh and talk about a ghost story and yada yada yada, but this show's kind of boring. I'm sorry, but, you know, I don't feel great. So, this is Josh, this is the podcast, and I'll give you one piece of advice. I don't have an advice, but one thing I will say is, oh, comic book industry is kind of crazy, and so is Marvel movies, so I'll see you all. Hopefully tomorrow, so I'll see you all. Bye.